Welcome to this edition of Faith to Live By, where each week I help people consider world events from a biblical and prophetic worldview, so we as God's children can know how He wants us to respond and enjoy the victory Christ has already died to give us. I'm Pam Christian, your host for this weekly show. If you've listened before, then you know I go to great lengths to research and bring you truth mainstream media is not reporting. And by now, I estimate about 70% or so of the world is awakened to truth that a small group of exceedingly wealthy, self-appointed, power-hungry elite have decided what is best for planet Earth and all the inhabitants. They have even published their plans in a variety of ways because they're so convinced they have the power and authority to accomplish their agenda for the world. Originally, their plans were published known as Agenda 21 because that was the year 2021. They believed they would accomplish their plans. However, their selected puppet, Hillary Clinton, did not win the 2016 presidential election, so they had to adjust their plans, which were republished as Agenda 2030. With their puppet Biden's continued failures and follies, in a panic they have agreed to accelerate their plans with yet another revision known as Agenda 2025. What are some of the plans on their agenda? To depopulate the earth through so-called vaccines administered to all people, even babies, that impair their immune systems cause infertility, and cause health issues leading to premature death, and to establish a one-world government, to also gain control over people through various created crises such as COVID-19, monkeypox, and even climate change, and through fear-mongering. They want to institute a digital identification system to track all remaining people. They want to seize all personal property, especially firearms and other means of self-protection, and force people to rent back needed provisions through their labor. They want to create food and fuel and power shortages. They also want to collapse the economies of the world, then create a digital currency and control people by adding or taking away from their digital accounts according to their behavior. They want to patent vaccines that alter DNA, making it possible to alter people so they can become property owned by the elite. They want to open the Large Hadron Collider in CERN, Switzerland, which, according to Prophet Robin Bullock, is for the purposes of connecting with the spiritual underworld. And they want to hack people with implanted technology to develop artificial intelligence. I have been discussing many of the claims I make in today's program in weeks and months past. You'll find links that support my claims in this and in previous podcasts. And these are just some of the plans the self-appointed elite have in mind. There are several people who are at the top driving this effort. Yuval Noah Harari, Bill Gates, and Klaus Schwab seem to be among those at the very top. And as you've no doubt already heard, the next manufactured threat before us now is monkeypox. I started talking about this with my guest attorney Thomas Renz last week. If you didn't hear that podcast, you'll want to listen in. Today's program with Thomas Renz moves from the facts of the virus and the World Economic Forum's effort to gain world control through health to the one who truly is in control of all things. God. The very God the elite don't believe exists, or they believe if he does exist, they can outwit him. Some of the elite believe God doesn't exist at all, whereas others believe he exists, but they can outmaneuver him. Most openly draw from Satan's power and are convinced they can accomplish all they have planned. Satan has sufficiently disillusioned them to believe they have truth on their side. While they believe we are the useless eaters, as they call us, who are depleting the Earth's supplies and corrupting the atmosphere, thereby diminishing the Earth's longevity, and taking from them what they believe is rightfully theirs. Their delusion is such that they have no ability to apply logic, 
Consider the irony. They claim not to believe in God or believe they can overcome God, while at the same time they see the church, the ecclesia, as the biggest threat to their plans. Christians are singled out as their primary opposition, followed by national patriots. This is why they worked so hard to get rid of us first. It's the same spirit that controlled Hitler. He wanted to create his perfect world and get rid of the people he thought were inferior. He went about his evil deeds convincing untold numbers of people to help him work out his plans. And what group of people did Hitler target for extinction? The Jews, God's chosen people. As you listen to my conversation with Attorney Thomas Renz, I really want you to seriously consider that your personal future is determined by what you believe. I'm not talking only about your eternal future, but your future here on earth. Today, more than any other time in your life, it is critically urgent for you to resolutely choose your allegiance. I want you to look past the claims that many roads lead to the same God in heaven. I want you to look beyond the fact that there are many religions in the world, and I want you to recognize that these are merely distractions established by Satan to prevent you from fully and accurately knowing and embracing truth. It's not about religion. It never has been about religion. It has always been about relationship and allegiance. In reality, there is only good and evil, life and death, God and Satan. Please listen. You really need to hear me on this. Not to intentionally choose God by default means you choose Satan. It's that simple. Even if you don't intentionally choose Satan, if you deliberately choose to reject God, by default, you choose Satan. It doesn't matter what religion you claim you belong to, because it's not about religion. It's about relationship. Satan has generated the lie claiming there are many more choices than just two. He has people all over the world believing there are many different religions and that all of them lead to the same God in heaven. In response to so many people in the world actually believing this, I wrote my first book in my Faith to Live By series called Examine Your Faith, Finding Truth in a World of Lies. I'm very proud of that book and of the endorsements and the reviews I've received. Every Christian ought to have a copy of that book to better equip you to first be much more confident about your Christian faith being the only one that makes sense and the one that actually leads to the one true God. And second, to equip you to confidently share your faith. In these days more than ever, people are starved for the truth. They know they've been deceived by government, media, big pharma, the medical world, and so much more. And where will they search for truth? From those of us who call ourselves Christians. Especially as God begins to work miraculously in our midst the remainder of this year, as people see signs and wonders along with God's hand of judgment, they will be scurrying to find people who can help them. And you need to be ready. Get my book, for goodness sakes. If you're listening to this podcast and you're benefiting, the least you can do is buy my books to support me and at the same time get more spiritual food to build your faith. Today, more than ever, you need to be brutally honest about where you have placed your faith. If you have been responding to all that's been going on in the world with constant fear and worry and dread, that's evidence you don't have a proper trust in God through faith in Jesus. And I place emphasis on the world constant because we all experience occasional fear, worry, and dread. But if you are cowering and constantly bombarded with these emotions, you have evidence that you lack faith in Christ, and therefore you lack faith in God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing the Word of God. 
In other words, our faith is developed as we learn more of what God has revealed. As we increase our knowledge of truth, we increase our faith. If you know people who are still trusting government over God, then find a way to share this podcast with them to help them learn the truth that will set them free. It was President Ronald Reagan who said the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm with the government and I'm here to help. God has been exposing all manner of sin and evil in our world for the purpose of waking us up to truth and convincing us of the importance of fully and intentionally aligning ourselves with him. And if you have been operating in fear and complying with all the mandates and such imposed upon us, but you now are finally starting to realize the truth and you want to be set free, take heart. It's not too late. Even if you suffer physically from the effects of the poisonous jab, there is help for you. Listen through to the end of this podcast and make a point of going through the show notes. I always have many more resources listed for you than I'm able to discuss, including resources to help restore your health post-vaccine. I am entirely compassionate toward you, and I want only the best for you, which is why I am dedicated to spending my time and money producing this podcast. I'm grateful for people like Attorney Thomas Renz, who is also wholly investing himself for God's glory and the benefit of many. And since you're listening to this podcast, that includes you. Here's the hope-filled second half of my interview with Attorney Thomas Renz. Now, I do believe that we will be very successful in uh, fighting back much more quickly and much more effectively than we were in the past. But, you know, I think we're also, I think there's a reality that we're winning pretty handily in a lot of fronts. I mean, Moderna just threw 30 million doses away because no one would take them. You know, Pfizer and Moderna, both in Davos, were whining about the fact that the Americans don't want their jabs. So they're losing. But the thing to remember is if the truth becomes mainstream, these guys hang from the gallows. It's Nuremberg 2.0, and we saw how that ended for the people who did it. One thing is, is these guys can't lose. They're all in. And the most dangerous animal is a cornered animal, and that's where we've got them. So they're fighting back with everything they got, and they've got a lot. This is a coalition of billionaires, the Chinese Communist Party, all these monsters that hate freedom are part of this. And so they're fighting back hard. And, you know, we're more organized now, but boy, we're, we're still outgunned, outnumbered and uh, they got a lot more money. You know, I mean, we're still fighting a budget of billions with a budget of thousands. You know, it's an interesting thing. But we, the one thing they can't have that we do is we got God on our side. So I think that makes it a slam dunk. I absolutely agree with you. You know, one of the things I've been talking to my audience about is the importance of us partnering with God to see his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's not that we're supposed to observe and expect that God's going to do everything. He works through us as his people. And with that, what would you like to see my listeners do? What actions would you like to have us do? What can we do to be more part of the victory in this whole situation? Well, it starts with prayer, right? Okay, so you've got to pray. And then you've got to be willing to act. So you start out and you say, God, your will be done. What can I do? Right. And then you got to ask yourself. Now, everybody thinks that, well, it's God's will. So we're going to get whatever God wants. Right. Well, God lets us have a hand in it. I'm, I'm having a brain fade. The parable in the Bible, uh, he's going to destroy the city. Guy says, God, there's got to be some good people. If I can find some good people, will you spare the city? 
You're talking about Sodom and Gomorrah when Abraham was negotiating with God. Yes, absolutely. And uh, it says, you know, listen, there's got to be some good people here. What can, you know, let's save this city. If I can find, you know, uh, you know, however many, let's save it. Well, he couldn't find that many. And he negotiated down. He said, if I can find one good person, can you save it? And God negotiated. God worked with him because God loved him. God's a merciful guy. I mean, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to. I mean, we, we exist at his pleasure, right? But he chooses to be. So that said, we were active participants in that. We're out looking for the good person. We're out trying to find something good, something redeemable to save. We have to be that redemption, each and every one of us. And that comes from action. Now, the whole turn another cheek thing is absolutely true when it comes to our fellow man. But let's not forget Peter in the garden. You know, he pulled the sword out. Jesus says, put it away. There'll be a time for that. Well, listen, right now you have innocents being murdered. They're trying to give these injections to babies. They're creating new diseases. They're killing people. These are innocents. These are people who can't defend themselves. Now is the time to stand. Now, I don't mean to get a sword out and be violent, but it is absolutely a time to take a stand. To close your eyes to this means to be complicit to it. We're past the point that we can have people sitting on their hands and doing nothing. Ask God, ask yourself, what can I do? Everybody has something that's a gift. Maybe I just like posting on Facebook. Okay, well, cut, copy, paste, at Tom Renz, Truth Social, you know, runs-law.com, uh, Pamela Christian Show. I mean, let's push this everywhere. Maybe you're an artist. Okay, let's see the memes. Let's see them flow. Maybe you're an orator. Maybe you're good. You know, okay, well, go educate your community, right? That's, so when I think about things that I'm going to do, there's what I'm going to do in the court. There's what I'm going to do to educate people. And then, I, you know, I try and occasionally come up with tools. So I posted... A while back, I posted an evidentiary finding, and I structured that in a way where people could print it out and take it to their town council or school board or whoever and, you know, make use of it. It doesn't matter what your skill set is. What matters is the willingness to do something. If everybody does something, nobody has to do everything. And listen, every man is flawed, especially me. It always makes me nauseous when someone says, hey, Rems, you got to save us. Can you get this case done? No, I can get the case done and I can do my best, but I'm just some broken Christian failure from Ohio. Nobody. You've got to be a part of the solution. I also point out, you know, there's another parable in the Bible, the talents, right? One guy gets one, one guy gets 10, one guy gets 100. The motivated guy that works hard and is smart got 100. He got 100 more and got his reward. Guy that had 10, same thing. Guy that had one, was too worried about protecting what he had. He was fearful. He was slovenly. He was lazy. And he lost it in the end. So the thing about this is, if you're a Christian and you're burying your head in the sand here, God's calling, right? God's calling. He's telling you, hey, we need to separate the wheat from the chafe. I don't like lukewarm. Get your butt moving. There's opportunities. And I don't care if it's scary. I don't care if it just comes down to you talking to your neighbors or your friends. Get a group of like-minded friends. Help organize them. Then you don't even have to worry about arguing or fighting anyone. Just get some like-minded people. Get them together once a week. Join Make Americans Free again. Do a math meeting. These are easy things that you can do, but they take effort. And the whole, well, I don't have time, or I'm not good at this, or I don't know. That's garbage. I am a nobody from Ohio, and God's blessed me. I've I've had an impact. 
It's not because I'm special. I can't say that enough. It's because I've worked my tail off. I've taken more blows than I know what to do. But you know what? I keep marching. That's the only thing that you've got to do. You don't have to be special. You don't have to be smart. You don't have to be, listen, you don't even have to be fearless because courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is a willingness to stand in the face of fear. You just have to be willing. That's all. And you will make a difference. You can make a difference. Uh, Rosa Parks, did she have multiple PhDs? Was she an attorney? No, she was someone who refused to sit in the back of the bus. That was it. She was willing. She had the courage to stand. We need more of that. That's what you can do. Absolutely. You know, you using the parables from the Bible, but when you spoke about Rosa Parks, I got the Holy Ghost bumps all over me. This is the kind of commitment we need to take right now. If we profess to belong to Christ at all, we must take a stand. I want to thank you so very much, Thomas, for all the work you've done and actually chiseling a path for the rest of us. I got on board in July 2020 because I knew I had to be part of getting the truth revealed. And like you, I've spent a lot of money. I don't have the support. I don't have personnel. It's just me. So unless I have the cooperation of the listeners, unless I'm making an impact, there's no reason for me to be doing this. There's no reason for you to be doing what you're doing. But we know there's too much at stake. Oh, well, listen, I've noticed this really in a, in a profound way in my life. Your willingness to preach this in terms of God is critical, right? When I, when I follow, when I proclaim, when I give glory to where it's due, I'm always more successful. When I start getting carried away by the fight, and it's not that I ever mean to lose sight, but if I don't stop and slow down and think about it and, and return it to God, it never goes as well. But every time I do, boy, we make great progress. That's the key. As long as we turn it over, you know, listen, you put yourself out there and you trust him. You know what? You can't lie about this. You can lie to everybody, even yourself. The one guy you can't lie to is God. If you're putting it out there for him, he will know it and he will carry you. But he will know whether you're truly in it for him, whether you're really laying it on the line or not. But I will tell you this, my experience from the faith side has been this. I don't think I could lay more on the line than what I've laid. This is it. This is all I do. On a daily basis, I have no idea where funding's coming from. We're only now starting to get the law firm aspect of this to be in a situation where it's going to become self-funding. I've been fighting for over two years on the grace of God. I put my personal money into it. I put everything I've had into this. And because I've put it on the line. God's rewarded me. He's allowed me to continue serving him. He's allowed me to continue fighting. I don't mean rewarded financial. I don't, you know, that's not there. And I don't care if it ever is. That's not what I care about. He's allowed me to continue serving him because I've given all I've laid it on the line. And I don't know that anybody will understand that unless they do it. But if you're willing to do it, trust me, you'll see the rewards. Well, I will have contact information for you within the show notes of my podcast, and I want to have you back when you've got time. I know you're extremely busy, but as something else surfaces and it's very important, I'd love to have you back as a point man on the topic. Always happy to do so. I I hope that the people listening share, share, share. We need to promote people like you who are willing to fight this. And we need to support you as well. So I'll have the information in the show notes where people can learn how to do that. Thanks so much, Tom. Thank you.
a couple of points of clarity I want to make. When Abraham negotiated with God, he started asking God to spare the city if there were 50 righteous men. Next, he asked for the city to be spared if there were only 45. And then by increments of 10, Abraham got all the way down to 10. And God said he would not destroy the city if there were just 10. And from the account, clearly, there were not even 10. The angels managed to get Lot and his wife and their daughters out of the city, but Lot's wife looked back, which the angels specifically instructed them not to do, and she was turned into a pillar of salt. We can read about this in Genesis chapter 18, verses 16 to 33. Tom was right to have us consider this event. Even though he had the numbers of men Abraham asked about wrong, the lesson is to know God does judge wickedness and sin, and only those whose hearts are pure and don't look back or long for the former way of life will escape. Similarly, during the Exodus, the Hebrews who grumbled and complained, who openly stated they'd be better off back in Egypt, were caused to wander in the desert until that generation died off. So let's take heed to these truths in our day. Tom also referenced what is known as the parable of the talents. He had the numbers off again, but the lesson is just as valid. We each need to do what we can with what we've got to increase what we've been given with the understanding it all belongs to God, who will reward us for our obedience. I love what Tom encouraged us to say. We're supposed to say, God, your will be done. What can I do? What I want us to really get from today's podcast is the importance of our being actively engaged in what God is doing, fully cooperating with his instructions, then applying our faith to believe God will do what he says he will do. As Tom expressed, many people wrongly have the doctrine of believing if it's God's will, then it will happen. But that's not accurate. We need to understand God never works against our will. Therefore, if our will does not align with God's, we will receive according to what we believe. We read about this with Lot's wife, with the Hebrews who grumbled and complained, and we will see the same in the months to come as God intervenes in the affairs of our world. We must have childlike faith that simply trusts God as our Father who will provide for and protect us. In a healthy home, children don't ever worry about their next meal or their safety or that they're loved. It never even occurs to them that there would be problems. They trust their parents to take care of them and their every need. This is the kind of faith we must have. Don't look with your natural eyes and apply human reasoning to the situation. Look at all things with your spiritual eyes and apply supernatural faith instead. Read and meditate on the stories in the Bible where God intervened in most unexpected ways. Consider how ludicrous it must have seemed in the natural for Joshua and his men to march around the city of Jericho and then crash earthen pots. But they believed God, and they did what he said. And what happened? The walls of the city of their enemy came tumbling down. Let this and other crazy stories, such as the axe head that floated, or ravens bringing Elijah food while everyone else suffered famine from the lack of rain, let these kinds of stories fortify your faith to believe for the supernatural when all that you see in the natural seems contrary. We're going to need this kind of faith in the days, weeks, and months ahead. I want you to get your faith in order now and quickly, because for a very long time, I have sensed the months of June through September will be some of the greatest intervention of God, and I've recently heard several respected prophets call out these very same months as highly significant. Amanda Grace is one of them. She recently published a very powerful word from the Lord on June 9th, where she gave warning of God pouring out his wrath, similar to what he did in the days of Korah's rebellion, which you can read about in the Old Testament book of Numbers, chapter 16. I suggest you watch her video using the link in the show notes. 
We shouldn't be surprised at the many ways the evil leaders are trying to get us to surrender. We should expect more than one virus to be released at the same time to overwhelm us. We should be prepared for food and power outages. We should be prepared with cash on hand. We need to do all we can practically, which in itself will help us better combat fear. We also need to do everything we can to be spiritually prepared. As I've said many times, faith is like automobile insurance. It needs to be in place before there's a crisis. I also suggest you attend and take people with you who are sitting on the fence. Go to one of Clay Clark's Time to Free America tours featuring General Michael Flynn and other amazing men and women, such as Attorney Thomas Renz, who speak at these events. You'll learn truth there. There are tour stops planned for Tulsa, Oklahoma, Rochester, New York, and Virginia Beach, Virginia in the upcoming months. So use my promo code FTLB for Faith to Live by FTLB to get a 10% discount on your tickets. The link's in the show notes. As Amanda Grace and Bull Polney and others have said, this year from September 2021 to September 2022 is a jubilee year. We have every reason to expect both great and terrible things to occur on a worldwide scale and with biblical proportions. We must do all we can to be prepared. Prophetically, we are expecting God to intervene in ways the world has never seen as he administers his justice and protects his people. We also expect the enemy is not going to retreat without a fight. We must know both God and Satan will be on display during this unique time in all the history of the world. In order for us to get through victoriously, we must intentionally be in relationship with God the Father through faith in Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I ask you with all urgency to honestly examine what you believe, admit any doubt, fear, or even sin that you've allowed to remain in your life, and intentionally get yourself in a right position of faith before God for your sake and for the sake of those you love and care for. Make a point of praying to God, repenting, and then decreeing and declaring your allegiance to God the Father through faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. Next week, Bo Polney will be my returning guest to follow up on his analysis of the Times, which identified the 30 days around May 14, 2022, to be highly significant. These 30 days encompassed Pentecost, which was June 6. So plan on listening next week to receive even more prophetic insights and encouragement for our victory in these very evil days. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. Let me know how this podcast impacted you and what you're now doing in response to the equipping you received from me. My email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. To receive even more, please be sure to check out my dedicated podcast listeners page, Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. You'll find the link in the show notes. And if you've benefited from my ministry work, I ask you to help me continue with this podcast. In order for me to continue to bring you truth the mainstream media is not bringing that is also presented from a biblical worldview, I need my listeners to help financially support this ministry. When you purchase my own books, products, or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It truly benefits all of us. Shop for yourself or shop to get gifts for friends and family. Your support is greatly appreciated, and when you purchase through my web store, be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H. Use it at checkout and you'll receive a 20% discount. In determining which affiliate sponsors I want to bring you, I've thought about what we all experience in common, what we're all sharing in common in these days worldwide. And most certainly, 
We find our health and our finances are at risk, and we must be proactive with both. This is why I'm pleased to bring you Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack supplements. They contain zinc, quercetin, and vitamin C and D, which are formulated in just the right amount to help you boost your immune system. Your immune system can be weakened by over 300 different primary immunodeficiency disorders, poor diet, lack of sleep, and adverse reactions to vaccines. I'm personally taking the supplement, and I can tell you, I've been around many people who've had COVID, and I have not gotten sick. Use the link in my show notes to get 15% off, or go to his website and use the promo code FTLB and receive a 5% coupon discount. You can also support my ministry directly. Donations are accepted, but they're not tax deductible at this time. So to thank you for your financial support, anyone who sends a donation of $25 or more will receive your choice of one of my books, personalized and autographed for you, or receive five of the Make America Godly Again bumper stickers. Please visit my web store to learn about all the products and services available through my ministry work. On the checkout page, you'll find the button to click to make a donation. And at this point, I want to stop and announce my sincere gratitude to a woman who goes by the name Sue B. for her generous financial gift in celebration of my 100th podcast that occurred a couple of weeks ago. Thank you so very much. If you like the content and resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me through my blog. And in fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content. And I'm very active on social media where I post a lot more about current events than I can discuss weekly with this podcast. I'd really like to connect with you there. And so look for my links in the show notes. By the way, for over a month now, I've been in time out by LinkedIn because I've posted truth. So you won't find me there right now, but I'm active on all the others. I hope you'll take advantage of the free resources and bonus items listed on the show notes and my website, faithtoliveby.com. From there, you can also subscribe to my complimentary e-newsletter. And as a new subscriber, you can choose from one of three gifts I offer in appreciation for your subscription. Subscribing will make you a preferred member where you'll receive special announcements and offers not available to others. And by subscribing, should anything happen to my podcasts, I'll have a way to contact you to make sure we can stay connected. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people, and it helps spread the gospel, and it also helps people learn how to best apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember... Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.